Welcome to Chess Talk, the actual episode 272. Yeah. And the last week I posted just a small little thing, keeping everyone up to date. Mm -hmm. We've had some hectic weeks, so that's why we took a week off, and we're back in a totally not hectic week. Mm -hmm. Nothing's uh, happening in this world right now. Brittany and I, as usual, Chloe's here panting in the corner. Don't worry, Chloe, we're going to get to you. I am playing chess with a computer right now. How have you been? Pass. I will say, for the listeners, we are recording this later than normal. It's 7 p.m. on election night. So if there are awkward cuts or whatever, it's probably because something happened. Chloe, how was your week? Nothing notable happened for you. The first snow happened. You lived in your first snow as an adult. Mm-hmm. That was technically a week and a half ago. Yeah. But we couldn't record. Yep, it snowed. Woke up Sunday morning last week. Cody was gone out of town. But... There was snow everywhere. Mm-hmm. We woke up and it was white outside the mm -hmm. window. Yep. It didn't stick for the whole day by the time you got home at like 7. It was all gone. It was gone. Yeah. But I mean, it's not gone for a couple hours enough where Chloe got to play in it. Mm-hmm. She had fun. Uh, anything yeah. else? No. Yeah. Everything's a blur besides Chloe. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm close to beating Dark Souls, but I've just been... I'm at a hard part of the DLC, and I've just been, like, dreading getting back to it, because I know I just need to look up a video on how to get past the park, because it's not even a boss. It's just an annoying run. Oh, I started playing a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Mm-hmm. I a forgot about game. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's Genshin Impact. Uh-huh. All the t Twitch streamers are playing it. The Titch steamers. I was like, you're still technically right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah, because we've been inadvertently, not inadvertently, I don't know, with Among Us happening, a lot of the offline TV people have been in lobbies that we've watched. and I've never watched Twitch until Among Us, and right. I just find it so much fun to watch because I don't know why. It's just yeah. fun to watch, and somehow I'm now watching Twitch streams every day. Right, and so you've watched some offline TV people like Saikuno playing Genshin Impact, right? No. Oh, okay. I thought that's why no. you picked it up. No. I just saw it on, like, the recommended channels, a bunch of people playing it, and I think I, like, clicked on, like, probably Pokimane, and oh, I saw, okay. like, two seconds of it. I was like, oh, the artwork looks cool, and then, like, people, she started, like, flying, mm -hmm. and I was like, that looks, like, fun, and that was it. It was literally under a minute of watching yeah. it that was like, let me look into this, and I saw it was free to play so with an asterisk. Oh, yeah. Come and on. And then I was like, I'll try it. And it's fun. I haven't spent any money on it. I don't plan to. Um, How many hours would you say you have in it? Does it tell you? Probably. I've never looked. Okay. Um, but I'd say probably like 10. Most of my time that I've put into it was the day that I started playing it, which was... When I was gone. When you were gone, when it snowed. Yeah, like, yeah. I played a lot that day, probably like four or five hours. And I've seen you a couple nights so far play Played a couple like hours. One or one or, probably like one or two hours most. Well, yeah, yeah. That's a couple. Yeah, but... It's been a few days since I've played. I haven't gotten to a point where I need to spend money on it. And I feel like when I do get to a point to have to keep going, I'll have to spend money. I won't. I will not keep playing. It's just because I don't find it mind-blowingly amazing enough to justify that. Like, it's fun to just play. And I told you this like a week ago, but if they had just released this as like 
you know, a $60 game, like most games are with all of the content available, I would fucking buy it. Like, it's fun. But they make less money doing that. I know. That, so I know. They won't. Which is the bullshit. But that whatever. That is the bullshit. Um, I would recommend it if you're looking for a fun game to play and you don't have money, as long as you have self-control. It's just like a action RPG game. To me, it's like Kingdom Hearts meets Breath of the Wild meets Final Fantasy. That's what the genre has devolved into. Yes. Yeah. That's it's what they're got all like. Mechanics of all three. Right. That's cool. Anything else? No. Okay. What about you? Um, you mentioned Dark Souls. Yeah. I mean, October was a hard month. I, I will talk about it. My grandfather passed away pretty unexpectedly. Uh, not from COVID or anything, but a heart attack. And so uh, we didn't record that one week because, or last week. Because you were in Oregon. I had to go to Oregon. As much as I don't want to during everything happening right now, it's just my grandma lives there basically alone. She has her brother-in-law and his wife, and that's it. But otherwise, mm-hmm. like, they were married 50 years, and now he's gone. Yeah. So it was my sister and I, we both went up there and spent a couple, the weekend with her and mm-hmm. came back. That was it. Yeah. And we didn't go anywhere. We, I got my grandma addicted to the Great British Bake Off, mm-hmm. and, like, we finished almost two seasons while we were up there so mm-hmm. that's how little we did we pretty mm-hmm. much just sat at home and just talked that sounds great to me it was a nice as weekend. sad as it is but yeah it was a really nice weekend and yeah bittersweet definitely just talking and learning about their lives and how they ended up where they did so i mean mm-hmm. that's that's where i was that's what happened and yeah i just felt like it i felt okay to talk about it and explain why so that happened and then in less sad news, more annoying news, this past weekend, we were busy. Because Why were we busy? We thought Chloe had ticks. Yes. Which is apparently super rare in Utah, but not as rare as... What? We went to the vet today, <laughs> and they were able to find one and put it under a microscope, and they were like, no, it's lice. <laughs> Our, apparently dogs get lice and so our dog is the gross reject girl at school that has lice and needs to sit in a corner away from everyone yeah i've never heard of a dog getting lice in my entire life and i don't know much about dogs but i've never heard of that me either and i've like i've heard dogs getting fleas and things like that mm-hmm. and i worked at an animal hospital never heard about dog lice mm-hmm. and you ran into another dog owner tonight in our complex and he was like what the fuck basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> How does a dog get lice from another dog that's not in good living conditions? Right. But I don't know who that could be. Right. So we spent Sunday freaking out because I was texting my mom since she's worked at Petco for <laughs> decades. And so mm-hmm. like she's not a vet clearly, but she has a lot. She of, knows a lot about dogs. I think. Yeah. She knows enough about products and what their uses are. And so got some topical stuff to put it on her. And then like Monday morning, we still because it was. Like, I feel like the creepiest way to find out, because on Saturday, we saw what looked like crumbs on her face. Yeah, I noticed it, and you said it was probably crumbs, and you, like, brushed it, and then they disappeared. Right. So, we were like, okay, probably just food. And then Sunday, it happened again, and I, like, really brushed at it and stuff, and then I saw, like, a bug on my finger, like, Mm -hmm. squirming around, and I was like, no, crumbs. Yeah. And I think the whole time, we really didn't think it was fleas, because they were really just appearing around her head. Like, yeah, around and her, she like, wasn't neck itching area. too bad. No, she only started itching after we applied the topical, which my mm-hmm. mom said can happen. Yeah. It's like, it's just like a little irritation the first day or so. Mm-hmm. But apparently dogs can get lice. Right. 
and they're like just as annoying as ticks where they like latch on and they suck blood mm -hmm. and so it's like we were finding them and they're like red slash brown yeah because like, there was a, a big one that i found that i didn't have any tweezers on me i had to pull it off with my finger and it was red and it bit me mm -hmm. <laughs> apparently lice cannot survive on human blood i am fine yeah that's what the one thing the vet said is like they don't go after humans you guys aren't gonna get them yeah. we're just, not gross we promise yeah. she's like just vacuum your house and like we've i've done that multiple times so mm -hmm. and we washed all of our sheets and shit like that so yeah sunday we were going to watch the movie borat 2 that we're going to talk about but then that came up and yeah. just one thing after another yeah sorry this is so late yeah so this episode i mean obviously you're gonna know it's gonna come out wednesday just not right at midnight mm -hmm. again doesn't matter that i'm saying it now I am working on it. I think that's it. I think it's a catch-up. Yeah, those are I the think, big events. I feel like, given those two things, we are justified in being a little late. Mm-hmm. We, we deserve a break. We put our dog first. So, spoilers, we're going to talk about Borat 2 today. Yeah. Bor Borat subsequent movie film. <laughs> Correction. No, there's more. What's the full title? I don't fucking know. Do you want to talk about that or the TV show first? I don't give a shit. I'd say let's talk about the TV show. Okay. Um. So, it was October. <laughs> yeah. And so we were watching the spooky show. The I'm annoyed because we planned it perfectly. Sure did. To have like a good like Halloween discussion about the haunting of Bly Manor, and here we are. Life happens. Fuck us. But don't. <laughs> Please leave us alone. We need it. We watched the first three episodes of Bly Manor, so we're going to go pretty quick on this show watch. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad we did pick three mm -hmm. spoilers for the show um, because like nothing's happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that I said that we should watch more because yeah. it is a slow show. And I don't know if the first season was this slow. No. I think it only felt faster because there were so many more characters involved that they had a lot to get through with each character's like then and now stories like it felt like a lot more happened because right. there were so many more characters it wasn't until like episode six when all the characters started being in the same room yeah because it took five episodes of telling each story but it's like they were good and mm -hmm. like creepy shit was happening and it's like yeah. this seems like the the mainstream haunting of hill house like they've toned it down a little on the second one which yeah. seems odd yeah yeah um what are your thoughts I mean, it's not that I'm not enjoying it. It's just I'm not as, like... Enthralled. Yeah, and, like, caught off guard, I guess, which I guess it does help when it's just, like, you don't know anything about the show. And now that it's, like, basically a season two, we have expectations of it, and it's not meeting those, and so mm -hmm. that makes me think less of it. So I think it's, like, a yeah. vicious cycle. I'm going to go with the hot take of... I'm not going to say it's the show's fault. I think they just picked kind of boring source material. Yeah, it's just, again, we're three episodes in, and I'm like... Nothing's really happening. You're just and talking I think, a lot. I'm, I don't know this for sure. I don't know anything about the turn of the screw, but it, to me, it sounds like one of those like short stories that came out yeah. that he really has to like stretch it out. Yeah, like it could have been a decent movie. Yeah. Not a six-hour thing. Yeah. And it's like, we had like a 20-minute backstory on the boy, and it's like, oh, I guess it's important, but mm. it's just, what? why this much? Yep. Yeah. They want you to know just how creepy this kid is. Yeah, but it's, I want to see more ghosts, I guess. Yeah. On top of the, or on the topic of ghosts, I would say, I also feel like 
this is doing a lazier job about ghosts. I can agree and disagree. I think it only feels that way to us because it was so novel in the first season because it was just so unexpected and so different. But now we've come to expect the ghosts and it's just they're either in the background or in mirrors. Like, But it's, it's not even the same thing because it's like we would literally have to go through and see like frame by frames to catch like the smallest hint of a ghost in the first. And it's like that's not there so everyone can see it. It's like that's so the people that want to find mm-hmm. the creepy stuff can find it. Whereas this, it's like <clears throat> if you're looking at the TV, you're going to see the ghost. I can say, at least from the first episode, I looked for a thread. We missed a lot of ghosts. Really? Yeah. Then maybe I'm wrong, but it's just, I don't know. I It just seems like there are so many more obvious ghosts. Yeah. And that may be intentional. Maybe. Because it definitely seems like Danny, the main character, like has her own problems. She and... has her own personal ghost that right. she sees. Yes. And then the plague doctor, for whatever reason. From the house. Yeah. And Hannah and Jamie... And Owen, those ghosts. I don't think they're dead. I I, think Hannah might be dead. At least one of them is dead. I think it's Hannah. Because she was lighting candles. There were three candles, two for the parents, one for the previous au pair, and a fourth one. Who's that fourth one? Her, I think. But maybe more. Because I know she hasn't eaten or anything, but what if she just hates Owen's fucking cooking? Maybe he's a really bad chef. She hasn't eaten. Has she ever answered the phone? Mm, No. Jamie has. Owen has. Flora. Laura has. Danny has. Yeah. I think it's Hannah. I think she is dead. Yeah, I'm I'm obviously we're gonna find out, but yeah. I just think there's more going on. I am hoping that the last half of this show is where it really like kicks up. I'm sure it will. And goes buck wild. Because I know one of my bigger complaints with Haunting of Hill House is like the finale kind of was like yeah, it was pretty like, But the, it was the journey that was... Yeah, the build-up, it's just like the most insane first five episodes of a TV show. And then just like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I feel odd saying it now after watching so much of the show. But it's like, ghost stories are just never like amazing. Nope. There's only so much you can do before you're just like... I think they are amazing only if you... You need to buy into it. If your characters are good. And I think the characters in the first season were very complex and very interesting, especially the family dynamic of it all. Right. But in here, like, I don't care about any of the characters too much. And maybe that's because they need more time still to go into the characters. But Mm -hmm. one thing I called lesbians. We don't know that for sure yet. I think the last scene of the third episode is like, yeah. It's like the yeah. same thing where you can't say that someone's dead until you see them dead on screen. I'm still saying they lesbians and it's cool. Good for them. They're um, both cute. Uh, <laughs> any other thoughts on it, though? I, I am enjoying it. I want to see where the story goes and mm-hmm. who's dead, who's not. What's what's the haunt? Yeah, I'm interested. There's weird shit going on with Rebecca Jessel and Peter Quint. But I think there's something else more sinister at play besides just their ghosts i feel like there has to be or else it's just kind of boring i'm hoping (laughs) the acting's really good i'm pleasantly surprised with some of these unknowns i would i know raul's got some like history a zombie but i feel like he's still kind of relatively unknown to the mainstream yeah yeah so um i didn't know he was a good actor 
Mm-hmm. I've only seen him on Funhouse. Yeah. And I'm like, he's funny. <laughs> but I didn't know he could act. Um, Hannah Gross, she is in a couple episodes. Marcella. Oh, that's yeah, funny. She's like a morgue person mm-hmm. in Marcella. Yeah, as soon as she, I first saw her, I was like, is that? And then I checked IMDb and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's it is. Funny. So, like, she's an actor. Yeah. Or an actress. She's in stuff. Just no one super mainstream, just Victoria Pedretti. Was that Danny? Yeah, she was in the first one and she was in You. Um, she played the love interest in the second season. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the guy that played her brother in the first season. And the dad. And the, the dad is the Don't uncle. Know. Yeah. And I think the person telling the story is the mom. Is the mom from the first season. It is. Yeah. yeah. Carla Gugino or something. Yeah, but again, it's like. She's in a lot of shit. Okay, I was like, to me, that's still not really saying much. Yeah, acting's great. The kids are good. Miles is really fucking creepy, which I say he's doing a good job as an actor. Flora is adorable, but still kind of, like, menacing. So I think those kid actors are doing great. I think they're fine. I don't know. I think it's really hard to find good kid actors. So I'm always impressed when the kid acting is good. Yeah. Because kids are, like, fucking... I hope they're not crazy. Um, acting's good. I think the design, the cinematography, everything's still on point from first season. So I think it's still all the same people. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So nothing to cry about there. Just wish the plot was a little more gripping and could be the source material, could be just bad decisions. Who knows? But we'll see. We'll never tell. Yes, we will. Um, okay, so we're ready to move on to final topic. Yes, what Short, is the full title? Shortish episode. Sorry, everyone. Uh, it is just subsequent movie film. Yeah. Okay, no, 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 sorry. On the poster, it says that on Wikipedia, <laughs> Borat, subsequent movie film, colon, delivery of prodigious bride to an American regime for make benefit once glorious nation of Kazakhstan. Totally summarizes the plot. It, yeah, the retroactive plot after mm-hmm. <laughs> several changes so spoilers for this movie it's on amazon you probably have amazon go watch it it's hour and a half yeah not, not a huge yeah. detraction but we're talking about it it was good i enjoyed it thanks for listening guys <laughs> that's the episode but you never seeing borat and your reluctance to watch these kind of films your i takeaway. have this weird thing about seeing tall lanky men naked and i don't like seeing sasha baron cohen you don't see him naked in this movie i see enough and i don't need to see again i told you this after but there was way less male nudity in this one i'm glad so like, i have no interest in seeing the first one still i'm going to say that it's funny i'm sure it's funny it just got like quoted butchered death yeah yeah that i just don't care all the funny parts were ruined for me, apparently. No, they weren't. Um, I did enjoy this. Um, it was weird, but I think something I needed to see right now. It was oddly touching, which yeah. is not something you expect from a no, Bora movie. No, I was not expecting that. But it was needed. <laughs> yeah. Um, there were a lot of really uh, um, not subtle political jokes and then there are a lot of very quick political jokes that i think 
got me so much. Just the, the very quick, like, Justin yes. Trudeau. <laughs> African political leaders. <laughs> Just how quickly they, like, brush past mm-hmm. these fucking horrible jokes they're making. Oh, yeah. Just a gut punch that. All right, oh, next one. Like, usually that kind of humor, I feel like they dwell on that joke so that you really get it. Mm-hmm. But I think he knows... No, you don't. You, we just need to move past it. You like, get it. You get the joke. The same thing, and like when they're getting dresses, and like, show me the no means yes oh section. God. I love that lady's <laughs> reaction to that. Yeah. <laughs> it was so genuine. It was a topic we had throughout the movie. It's like, at what point do they tell the normal people like exactly what they're a part of? I think we said it is. When those people are going to call the cops, they have to let them know right. what's going on. And it's like, I wish I knew what that point was for some of them. Like, yeah. the fucking racist cake lady. I don't think she gave a shit about that. I think she was so willing to write that anti-Semitic message yeah. that she didn't give two shits about what they were doing. Right. That she was just like, yeah, totally. Right. And I agree. That's all I want to say about her. Yep. The farm supply guy just talking about buying. I think once they said they wanted a cage for her and it hard cut, they had to tell him what was going on (laughs) because he would not have gone along with that. No one would go along with that. Yeah, I can say that's probably where they told him what was going on because he was not on board and then he was. So they had to have some kind of discussion there. Right. And same with the guy with the box. Like, there was a cut before he started, like, hammering the nails back into yeah. the box. So, it's like, he the was told guy. at some point, yeah. I'm sure the UPS store guy Yeah, was, the catch-all guy. I don't think he would just continue to let this guy fax after getting dick pics through a fax. But it wasn't meant for him. It was an accident. Yeah, it was meant for his sister. <laughs> what I like about that scene, and it's like you pointed out, it's like there's a date at the top of the fact so we could see when that was filmed. Mm-hmm. It was March 20th. Yeah. So it's... I like that there was clearly different days with the same guy. So I'm sure he was excited when he came back because it seemed like the guy was having fun. Yeah. Like the worker. Like That's probably the funnest thing that's ever happened at that store, <laughs> to be honest. Um, also the plastic surgeon sucks. Uh, (laughs) he is a real person that has a practice Uh and he should probably be reported to the medical board in the state of Texas or Georgia, wherever he is. Hint, hint, if you live there. (laughs) Yeah. This was, I think this movie is like the epitome of bittersweet. Yeah. I did see that the scene at the synagogue, um, after their like scene was done i think he he talked talked to them more like out of character and interviewed because he made a short film about judith yeah and that was i think it's on amazon as well like it's in one of the like little blurbs that shows up when you watch things on amazon yeah and you can watch it um but yeah that was such a it was so dark and then got so sweet because you just knew that those ladies were giving like a genuine like reaction to what was going on. Like I'm sure their whole life they've seen people genuinely act like he did. I don't think they saw Maybe it. not as bad as I what don't he think did. yeah, they wore a giant fake nose yeah. and then wings on their back. Like if they've seen something like that before, mm-hmm. I am sorry. <laughs> 
You never know. Yeah. You never know. And it's like the whole thing was about like how um, they've been through so much and they continue to push on. Because they were Holocaust survivors. Right. And the takeaway, the character Bora got from it was like, oh The my Holocaust God. was real. It did happen. My country's greatness is saved. Yeah. <sighs> it's, it's, I think that is such a hard joke to get across mm-hmm. without you hating the main character mm-hmm. it's just i don't know how he does it i don't know how you he have writes. to get satire or else <laughs> problems <laughs> yeah, that's like... the sentence <laughs> i just there's no unless you understand what satire is you're gonna be offended by it right or you're not going to be offended and agree. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to think it's a great thing. Oh, like the lady at the cake store. Mm-hmm. Or the guy at the Washington rally. Oh, my God. Hey, I won chess. Good job. Big sigh. Um, one of the biggest talked about scenes is the Rudy Giuliani scene. Right. What Do you think he was just tucking his shirt in? Uh, no. <laughs> But I don't think that any of the footage is damning enough to really cause anything. But it's so clear to me from him, like, just so casually going into the bedroom, like, that he just kind of probably expects this kind of shit from... Right. Like, this has probably happened before for oh, yeah. him. Yeah. I don't think he was tucking in his shirt. hmm But I also don't think, like... I don't know. I don't think this is going to destroy him. No. No, of course not. God, but no. it's enough to just make other people that were like, and eh, like, huh. Because it's even if nothing crazy happened, it's like he's going into a room with a, if not underage, very, very much younger woman with glasses of whiskey mm-hmm. into a private hotel room. Mm-hmm. And like they're taking their mics off and stuff. So yeah. it's something was going to happen. If right. she wasn't who she was. Right. And uh, people on the, I want to say it was on the AMA thread that Borat did. Yeah. Not Sasha Baron Cohen. Borat. Borat. He did it AMA. Yeah. Um, they were talking about how like they had to jump in then because if anything more explicit happened, like then Rudy Giuliani could easily sue and not allow them to show it yeah. or whatever. So it's like they had to go very carefully mm-hmm. and show just enough to where you could be like, wait a sec. I unfortunately want to commend the actress on her commitment to her role for just playing along with that and not just noping the fuck out. Because she knew... She knew he would stop it, but like... <sighs> because did you see the stephen colbert clip where he talks specifically about that scene i didn't watch it but i know that like he was in the closet mm-hmm. and rudy giuliani's security guy even did a sweep of the hotel room and, and didn't find it and did a bad fucking job right and what was to me more scary is like the security guy was sitting in front of the door yeah so it's like if it wasn't a setup and she wanted to leave she might not have been able to leave mm-hmm um but yeah he was there the entire time and had a phone but the phone almost died while he was waiting Mm -hmm. so it's like they weren't gonna let anything actually bad happen it's just not a position we should find someone with that much political influence in some would say that's the expected position they're gonna be finding themselves in why because they think that's what political power gives you. 
It's not a position we should find someone with political influence in. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just... Very sad to mm-hmm. me. And he was not tucking in his shirt. That's all I have to say about... The other... What are the other big scenes, really? The debutante ball, which... Did you read about that no. at all? But no. the people were like... Paid to be there. They were paid to be there, but not told what it was. Yeah. And they were they were screened to make sure that they wouldn't recognize Sasha Baron Cohen or Borat mm. yeah. or anything like that. But like aside from being told, <clears throat> hey, it's like a fake debutante ball that we're filming, they weren't told anything. Okay. So like they didn't know what was happening, but mm-hmm. they knew that this they knew he was like not from Georgia, but acting Georgia yeah. in. That was that was pretty much it. Okay. So I didn't think about this till after I read either the discussion thread or AMA. AMA. Yeah. I don't know which one. Um, but that scene was really clever, even though it was gross. Because the whole point of a debutante ball historically is like, hey, my daughter can give you babies now. She can be wed and shipped she can off. fuck now. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's such a fucked up ritual. A lot of what the South does is fucked up. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, so fucked up. That scene was really funny and gross. And I say that as someone that bleeds. <laughs> it was yeah, really gross. Yeah, you see that every month is what you're saying. Yes, that, yes, that is exactly <laughs> what happens to me. I do that dance. Fuck. That's why you spend so long in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. It's that first night. It's only that first night. I gotta do the whole dance. I'll teach it to you one day. I don't want to be fertile. <laughs> it's helped me be fertile. I stand by my statement. Okay. Uh, and then the... Unless I'm blanking on something, the other big scene was the uh, pandemic. Like him being in quarantine. Quarantining and then the rally. I don't really want to talk about the rally. I feel like that's... You don't want to talk about the state of America? I feel like that's too politically charged, even in this movie. I'm like, is there any specific part of this movie that isn't politically charged? Yes, but that is too much. The debutante ball isn't political. It is if you think about it hard enough. doctor saying titties and saying he would sexually assault her isn't political. It can be. But everything can be. That doesn't mean anything. (laughs) God. The quarantine scene with the guys he was there for five days Mm -hmm. in character and i think it's the popular opinion but the QAnon guys were still really nice and they still they thought women should have rights too but the bar is really low but they said that democrats should have lesser rights and if they had their way they would do things to the democrats I know. So it's like I'm, I'm not gonna praise them because you know the what bar type of is women really they're talking low. about. They're talking about white Republican women. Yeah, they have the same rights as them. Yeah, so it's like I'm not gonna give them praise. They can okay. still fuck off. They still seemed nice. Sure, I guess. They seemed nice. I'm not saying more than that. <laughs> they seemed nice. But, but they believe in QAnon. <laughs> Yep. As soon as they started talking about it, the <laughs> adrenal glands were like, yep, yep. <laughs> the adrenaline of the children. Yeah, they get, they torture them for it. Uh, um, a fun story that Sasha Baron Cohen said to Stephen Colbert is that, like, the only stuff he had, because, like, at night, like, all the crew would leave 
And so it would just be him and those two guys. But he had like a hidden compartment in his suitcase that had a laptop and like his reading glasses and his phone. So mm-hmm. he could still be connected and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he said one night um, after he had gone to bed and everything and like he got his glasses out and he took like his not costume, but, you know, like his clothes off and stuff. And he had his laptop and was like reading it and stuff. And then they started knocking on his door and they were like, Borat. <laughs> and he like panicked. And he said he just kind of like threw his laptop into the bathroom and mm. <laughs> was like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, we're just checking to make sure you got everything you need and you're doing okay. And he was like, it's very nice. Yes. <laughs> and then he said he just like shut the door as fast as he could. <laughs> and he was like, that was like the closest call he had in those yeah. five days. What do you think the reaction would have been if they had caught him? They had guns. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to say what my initial thoughts are. I don't, I can't imagine. They would have just probably kicked him out. Yeah, like, they know they've been filmed and the cameras aren't there with him. So that film could easily incriminate them. Yeah, yeah, they they probably would have just kicked him out and probably not let him use the footage. I think that's the worst that would have happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's still just like, things like that are Mm -hmm. such a unique snapshot into a mindset. I will never incorporate i will never get how the people fall into the QAnon stuff and believe i mean we have a great video that explains how people fall into QAnon. Uh, yeah. check the link below do you want me to link that yeah okay that's an hour and it's almost as long as borat <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's really cool and it, it is. explains how you go from just being a little weird to believing in QAnon. It's specifically going from flat earth to QAnon. Yeah. So. How people fall down the conspiracy theory rabbit hole. Right. It's just odd. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I can never put myself in that shoes and I know. fully empathize with their thinking and decisions. I, I guess. can't empathize with their thinking or decisions, but I can empathize with the desire they have to be right. Because I think everyone has that just some people are a little more rational than others no because their desire to be right is about a large underground sex cult for underage children why would they want to be right about that? i'm not talking about what they want to be right about i'm talking about the innate desire to like have what you believe be true okay that's it But that is... I'm not saying it's rational. It's just... I think it's just humans. Right. They want what they think to be right. To me, there is some cognitive dissonance that I will never get where that is truth. That that Mm -hmm. conspiracy and like this actually happens and people do this and I need to... It's just... I I know. I'm not saying... I know. Every politician is a saint. No. God, no. They can all fuck off. But it's just, I don't think they're doing ritualistic sacrifices of children no. in the name of Satan in pizza places. For their Hot adrenaline. Take. Hot take. I don't think that's happening. You don't think Joe Biden could, could use a re-upping oh. of adrenochrome? Oh. Um, I don't know. Are there any other scenes you want to talk about? I mean, I do want to just give more praise. I know she's been getting tons of praise, but Maria uh bakalova yeah bakalova i don't want to mess up her name maria bakalova yes yeah i just she does good oh um, my god i was nervous because I, I didn't watch borat one and then borat two it was like oh there's a daughter now i thought it was just gonna be stupid 
but I think it worked so well because like they they like what's the phrase I don't know the phrase they addressed it in the beginning where Borat is so recognizable how can they do another one like everyone knows him yep so obviously they need someone else to be the plant right and they really needed someone that was so committed and into the character and just ready for anything and I think they found the right fucking person yeah Holy shit. I think yeah. she broke once that I could tell. Like when he was doing, when they were at the plastic surgery office. With the nose. Yeah, she broke. Yeah. It was yeah. very, she was laughing. Right. But it was so good. Yeah. The, again, in the Colbert, they talked about it. He interviewed 500 people and she was his favorite. And yeah. the whole interview process was just like, be this character, first convince me. Make, like be able to riff off of me and us and then like the second part was like we're gonna just have random people and they need to believe you're this character mm-hmm. so like, yep. that was the interview process yeah i was impressed yeah no it was great mm-hmm. so hats off to her I'm definitely interested in how her career looks after this mm-hmm. i would like to see her do some serious stuff <laughs> no i want her to keep doing comedy <laughs> she's so funny her timing like Someone in the Reddit discussion said she delivered one of the best timed cunts in film history. Yeah. <laughs> Just the reaction of those straight-laced Republican women. Mm-hmm. Hearing that talk. <laughs> Just, can someone call her an Uber? <laughs> so funny. Oh, anything else we want to talk about? No. We're ready to rate it. I'm done. Out of 10, Judith's. What do you mean no? Out of 10 baby cupcakes. Okay. That's not as wholesome as mine, but okay. Fine. We'll make it wholesome. We yeah. usually don't go for wholesome. I want wholesome tonight. Okay. 10 Judith. 10 out of 10 Judith. Yeah. She gets a 10. Yeah. She's forever amazing. in her heart. She, I want her to hug me. Yeah. I don't know. We didn't talk about the babysitter. It was just another wholesome thing. She was wonderful. Yeah. I, I loved her. Yeah, I think that's... I wonder if she ever got told what was going on. Yeah, I'm, yeah, definitely. I think when the fact that she kept the ball and chain... No, yeah. she didn't. She was in on it yeah. the second time he came around. Yeah. So, And yes. the little baby with his clothes on. Well, the daughter did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you rate it? Maybe like an eight. It was, it still was kind of slow in some parts, but overall it made me laugh out loud mm-hmm. a few times. So I, I think eight is fine. My favorite moment as a watcher, I guess, watching it with you, is when I got up, went to the bedroom to think, turn my watch alarm off and I hear you start cracking up and pauses the movie and I come out and he's just wearing a clan uniform. <laughs> to go to a Republican <laughs> rally. <laughs> He's trying to blend in. Yeah. And no one kicked him out. I hate this country. <laughs> so what would you rate it? 7 out of 10. Okay. That's higher than I was... Mm-hmm. Before watching this, I would not have envisioned you giving it, it a 7. It just gave me anxiety because it's... But also so... made your heart go. Yeah. Yeah. But I just... I know. I... Yeah. Oh, uh, so That's tired. it for this week. We'll be back next week, obviously talking about the big night. We're going to finish up The Haunting of Bly Manor. Um, I want to say another movie's coming out, or has come out. I don't know. It's been hard to keep up with things, but we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being patient, and 
Have a good night. Goodbye.